Yes, yes, y'all. To the beat, y'all. What up, Gato Del Gato? We just waiting for my guest today. We just waiting for my guest today on So Hollywood the podcast. Um, it's gonna be a dope, a dope, 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 dope podcast today. Uh, we have a legend uh, here shortly. Shout out to uniquely, uh, sorry, uniquely coordinated for putting this together. Uh, currently waiting on Mister Crazy Bone right now. But um, hey girl, hey, <laughs> I got his music playing in the background. It's your girl Marquita. Like I said, Miss Hollywood three one three in the place to be. Uh, yes, to be a guest on So Hollywood the podcast, just email So Hollywood the podcast at gmail dot com or follow me on Instagram So Hollywood the podcast and M I S S Hollywood three one three. Yes, it's being played right now, uniquely coordinated. Can y'all hear that? Can you hear the music? Hey, hey. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313. Hi. Oh, while we wait, I'm going to go ahead and do my intro so we can go ahead. Hello, how are you? Can you hear me? What's up? What's good? Yes, Um, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's good? Nothing much. Nothing much. Chilling like a villain on penicillin trying to make a killing. Give me just a second. I'm going to to introduce you the proper way. Uh, We're going to do this the right way. Hold on just a second. I'm going to mute you, mute me, and we're going to go into this thing. That's not even it. Nope. Play as fuck up. Here we go. Is it hiding here? People are trying to add us. Is it me or was it Is it me or was it hiding here? 
Hey, 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 what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but you know what they like to call me, Miss Hollywood, and you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. If you don't know, I'm going to let you guys know. So Hollywood, the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring people together with this thing called entertainment. Um, As you guys know, and if you don't know, I like to do a recap of my last episode, which was episode 48. I had a group uh, by the name of Legacy. Legacy, um, they're based out of North Raleigh, North Carolina. They're a hip-hop duo. Uh, they're brothers, actually. And uh, it was a redo episode because we lost signal the last time and we didn't have any type of visuals. So this time they had a little bit more information to share. Um, they're signed to Stakelum Records. Uh, they're managed by their father, he, he goes by the name of Cayenne the Lion. Uh, if you don't know anything about him, please Google him. He is a legend. Um, he is a reggae artist. He's a DJ. And like I said before, he is the manager of this group. Also, uh, they have Get Lit Tour. They opened up for Little Duval. Uh, they're featured in a feature film. And they also spoke about uh, their debut album called 2002. Um, they spoke also spoke about their favorite songs, uh, where their name came from, so on and so forth. But you guys can go and see that episode here on So Hollywood the Podcast Instagram page. Um, and I like to do certain topics throughout my interview uh, to get a little bit better understanding of where this inter- where this thing called entertainment entered my guest life. So uh, forty after, I like to do this thing called Sweet Sixteen. Uh, I don't know if you want to do the freestyle or rapping, but if you want to, we can do that. If not, hey, I could just play some music that you have currently working on because I know you have some things in the works. Um, 45 after, I like to do this thing called top five, uh, five questions, five answers. Uh, 50 after, I do a thing called wind down, which is your social media. You give your shout outs everywhere that that people can follow you, so on and so forth. Um, And also, I do a question of the day. And I like to get my uh, guests to answer them at the end of the at the end of the podcast. The question of the day is what bothers you about the industry and what is your solution to fixing it? Um, So 55 after I like to do this thing called exclusive access, exclusive access. That gives you a chance to let me know and let my fans know, let your fans know something that you have never told anybody or something that you're currently working on or releasing or you haven't told, like I said before, anybody, any of this other information. So if you have exclusive Exclusive access, access. please, by all means, give it to me. Um, So without further ado, uh, I would like to introduce my guest. This is episode forty. Nine, forty-nine. Everybody, uh, he goes by the name of Crazy Bone. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I like to give my uh, my my guests uh, their flowers and give them a proper introduction. And as you guys know, and if you don't know, he is with the group, the legendary group, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, you are a rapper, recorder, producer, songwriter, podcaster. The list goes on. You have your own cannabis line. You have a, an apparel line. You have so much more outside of just being an artist. Um, and you're originally from Cleveland, Ohio, and that's crazy because my fiance is from Cleveland, Ohio, and everything is just literally full circle for me because I have some images that I really want to show you, but anyways, yes, uh, Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. How are you doing today? 
I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Blessed, blessed to be alive. That's so. good. Thank you for even being a part of So Hollywood, the podcast, because I've been trying to get you up here for a while. And I know things happen um, when they when they supposed to happen. And like I said before, we've met before. I don't know if you ever remember, but this was back in like 2010 when you came to Virginia and you perf- y'all performed uh, with a live band at the Norva. Do you remember that? Uh, sure. <laughs> he probably like was uh, it was a while ago well before we get started yeah. i want to show you these pictures just so you know that it's real and uh oh, wow. yeah oh yeah that was a while ago this was 2010 <laughs> i got my whole vip pass and then i have the uh <laughs> oh, wow. the guy that you guys had oh, on yeah. stage so that's, yeah, this yeah. is full circle for me. So I'm fan mode. So just, just, yes. just, just, yes, please. It's, it's all love. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely remember you now. We, 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 that picture. <laughs> we was eating all y'all yeah. food, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. but I like to start the interview off with one question, uh, which ties everybody together. Uh, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Man, uh, man, when I was very young, you know, back when I was in like elementary school, you know, it was just, you know, music has always just been in me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got it from my parents, although none of them like were 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 professional artists or really got into the music like that. The music they used to play mm-hmm. is what inspired me. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, just seeing artists like Michael Jackson and. All those artists, like, you know, that's when I see Michael Jackson on TV, I was, you know what I'm saying? I knew this entertainment was what I wanted to do. Right. So how, so being that you're, you were born and you were raised in Cleveland, uh, how was the entertainment or how was the, that, that side of um, life, so to speak? Like, how was the entertainment in the Cleveland, Cleveland area? <coughs> or the music Man, it was, scene, um, so to speak, the music scene, how was, how was that? Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't. It it wasn't. You know, like you know, like like a New York or L.A. or anywhere else by far. You know, because it was. It, it had its own little scene, and it wasn't that big. So it was. Um, and it was basically unheard of. It was underground. It was an underground thing. You know, so like just coming up in there, and we kind of got like we kind of got like the leftovers and the scraps of everything. <laughs> New York or California, I would listen to the college stations. That's how I got all my music because I would listen to the college stations and they would play like the new NWA and whoever was affiliated with them. You know what I'm saying? So, so I would listen to the college stations because they would play it raw and uncut too. So, so you know, uh, that's what it was like. It was it was it wasn't really too much. We had to we had to get out and look for talent shows. And, just had to go find where we could showcase our talent because it wasn't that much popping off back then. Right. So, because you're you're not too far from Michigan, so like I know that scene, that Motown scene, and that musical background was way different. Like, did you tr- ever travel to like outside of Cleveland um, once you started, or once you realized, hey, I'm an artist, this is what I want to do, uh, and we're gonna push forward? Man, we never, we, we never been outside i mean the the furthest we had been outside of cleveland was maybe 
to Pittsburgh, baby. Really? <laughs> you know, so that was like two hours. That was like two hours away. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's probably the furthest we was. We went out of Cleveland. You know, or or or, or maybe like Cincinnati. You know, but that's the that's the same state. But like, we didn't really go nowhere. Like, <clears throat> we didn't really get the idea to really leave Cleveland to to take our music further until we reached the point to where like, okay, we put out a local album and we had went as far as we could go in Cleveland, you know, cause, cause, cause we had became very known in Cleveland and we was like, yo, I think we don't went as far as we gonna go here. Right. We got, we either got to, we got to leave here like and go somewhere else. And, you know, we had our site, our site set on Los Angeles and that's what we got up and came to. And, and that was, so let me, let me retract a little bit or re, re, uh, revert, but you said growing up, you your your parents were more of the your musical inspiration, and like that's where you had your music, you got your music from, as well as college radio stations. Like, how, did you play any instruments, or were you musically inclined when you were growing up in school, like middle school, element uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, like any of that? Did you did you play any instruments, or were you involved in any musical? Uh, situations. No, I didn't. I didn't really play any um play any uh any instruments. I um, but I was always like doing music. I I, I was more like the the singer. You know, we would like form groups or bands and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I was always like the singer or whatnot. And then when I started like when I got uh turned on to hip hop, I just started like I just like like start writing rhymes and like it, it was just like. That's just what I was doing. I was into that, you know. And then I got into production as well, you know. So it was like, um, <clears throat> man, it is, it, it is, it is all gradually came to me, you know. Um, but it was mostly like just writing and like singing and performing, you know. what I'm saying like that, I was like basically concentrating on. And so, where did your cadence come from? Like once you realized you're a singer, you're a songwriter, you're a producer, um, like. How did you how did you get your cadence or your flow or where did that even come come from? Man, it it it, it took a while like for that to even like evolve into what it is because you know like back in the day I used to write to I used to write to other people's beats right but their lyrics were still on it <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I <laughs> so I could be writing to a Scarface beat a Ghetto Boys beat and the paddle and the, and 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 because their lyrics was on the beat, the pattern of my rhyme was just like theirs. So I was like, man, oh. I got to start getting some instrumentals. You know what I'm saying? So, because because it was in my head. So when I started getting my instrumentals, you know what I'm saying? It, it was just like I was just I was just um I was just like searching for a style, like trying to find something that nobody was doing. We always wanted to be those dudes that was like constantly flowing, whether it was just like not necessarily like the fast rap, but just constantly flowing with no space in between our words. Right. That was our that was our thing to be constantly like just the flow. You know what I'm saying? And then when we picked up the twisting, that just enhanced everything, you know what I'm saying? And it took it to a whole took it to a whole nother level. <laughs> somebody and, had a know, somebody had a question. Where where did the name Leatherface come from? Man, I mean, well, you know, we all got. If you notice, every every bone member has a has an AKA. 
Oh. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, my mine was a uh, crazy bone, aka the sort of Leatherface, the sort of gangster. Lazy bone was lazy bone, aka the number one assassin. So, you know, the, the the list goes on. So we all have alias and names, names as well. And you know, I was a fan of the Leatherface movie, so I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's it's awesome. Good. So your cadence around what age can you say you your flow or your cadence became something memorable or something that you're like, okay, this is what this is where it's at right now, and what I'm doing right now is gonna push me or push us further. Um, that was the that had to be when I was um about eighteen. Okay. I was eighteen and I was um I was actually I was actually locked up in prison. Mm. And I was, you know what I'm saying, like I was you know, like when when we were younger, like when we were lo- younger, like like we always looked younger than we than we were. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so 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 when we were like when we were like eighteen, we looked like we were like Thirteen and fourteen, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like no, nobody would believe that we were eighteen. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it, it's like when I when I was when I was in prison, I was eighteen. Like people used to look at me like, like the older cats just be like, "Young blood, how old is you?" Man? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm eighteen. They like, "Man, you look like a kid." And then one day I was rapping, I I was rapping in there, and then after I finished, like everybody was blown away after I got finished rapping. And then like an older cat came up to me, he was like, "Yo." He's like, man, when you get out of here, and like, don't never come back here because you got something special. That he said, that shit you just said something like it's supposed to be on the radio. He was like, he was like, you don't even want in here. Look like you don't belong in here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So don't come back. I'm like, man, you ain't got to worry about that. I'm not coming back. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah, it was at that point. You know what I'm saying? I re- I realized like that the flow. Because I'm like, if it's if if cats in jail is noticing this, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like, I got to start taking this more serious. And then, you know, uh, man, but we just, I just, I just kept studying other people, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, it just, it's just a uh, mix of everybody that I was inspired by mm-hmm. that's in me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I take, take a little something from everybody and made it my own, you know? Right. Right. And so by that time, you all were already uh, a group, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, indeed. And you guys were still, were you guys uh, in L.A. at this time? or Because uh, I know a little bit of background of it, but I want you to tell yeah. a little bit more. Like, were you outside yeah. of Cleveland? Um, after the age of 18, no. you were outside of Cleveland or you were still in Cleveland? <laughs> No, we didn't. We we didn't actually go go to Cleveland after after I came home. Okay. And you know we got we we got the idea, you know, to like go to Los Angeles and right. you, you know like to try our luck out, you know, try our luck out in L.A. and um, we up money and we came out to Los Angeles and just like you know. Gotcha. That's when we started. Gotcha. So like, you know, trying to grind. So where after you all. Um, after after you all had your set or had yourself set on getting to LA and actually making it to LA and and being signed um what was your motivation to keep going cuz i i know 
you're an artist at heart, but what was the overall motivation to be like, okay, well, someone is depending on me outside of myself. What was that, 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 that point of you realizing this is, you know, I got to keep going. I mean, I mean, it was, um, I never had no intentions of stopping. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, like, I, like my love, my love for music and, and for what I do extends far beyond money and fame and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I wasn't getting paid for it or, you know what I'm saying, if I wasn't known for it, I would still be doing it because I love music. You mm. know what I'm saying? And, you know, that shows in my work. You know what I'm saying? I don't let being a celebrity take away from my craft and, like, what I love to do. That's first and foremost. I don't give a damn about being a celebrity or none of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know I'm fake anyway. So it's the music. It's the music for me. That's what inspires me. Life inspires me to keep doing music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like those two things go hand in hand. Right. So how do you feel when you hear society saying, oh, the older generation has an expiration date or they they're too old to be rapping or they they were they were rapping back in the day. What do they have now? Like, how do you feel when somebody says that about, you know, our generation, so to speak? Man, I don't like. I don't really like get caught up in it because it's all ignorance. Right. It's all ignorance because it's like everybody is going to be there one day. Right. Everybody. Yeah, you young now, enjoy it because that's because it goes fast. It does. <laughs> you go turn around tomorrow and be like, damn, like twenty five years went past, went past that fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, and and to me, you know what I'm saying, like. People that say that, they don't really understand longevity of being an artist. They don't understand what an artist is and what longevity is because you cannot have longevity if you don't understand and study what and who came before you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's impossible. Like, like you got to suck that knowledge up. You got to look at how other people's careers went the success they have, the mistakes they made, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's what helps you, like, maneuver through all this. Like, that's why it's, that's that's why those bricks was laid down. But if you go through, like, ah, oh, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't listen to, you know, like, like I hear a lot of young cats like this and Tupac, like, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like, if Tupac would have done what he done, a lot of those cats couldn't have been, never existed, ever, right. never. A lot of what was done, and even before then, these dudes wouldn't be able to do what they was doing right now. So right. it's like that's just what it is. But 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 you know that's that's just like that's just like wasting your breath telling them because like people. I mean, it's just the world we live in. People ain't gonna respect it. People ain't gonna respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because like the world moves too fast. So right. people don't have. People don't people don't have time to pay homage or respect what came before them because everybody wants theirs now 
and people just want to be noticed for what they do. Right. <laughs> like for real. Right. Cause they don't see the bigger picture. They just see, like you said, the right now and what can it do for them right now? Like it's not always about the right now. I mean, sometimes of course, if it, if, if it works, but other times it's, it's more so like you said before the longevity and making a legend, so to speak, because you can't make a legend overnight. Like people don't understand that yeah. as well. So yeah, when, yeah. When, when they start putting that toe tag on you, like, oh, you know, you old, washed up, da 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 da. Like, like you said, if I didn't, if I wasn't yeah. here, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know about half the things you know now. Man, and that's true. That's why I say I don't, I don't really get caught up in what like people say because it's like you know, I know for a fact a lot of cats, like a lot of artists today, they will never accomplish what Bone Thugs and Harmony accomplished. Mm. I don't care how, I don't care, I don't care how long of a career they have, they will never accomplish what Bone Thugs and Harmony has done, mm. or mimic it or imitate it. It's not going to be done. Hey, bottom line. So. I'm not worried about what these dudes talk about because nine times out of ten they rapping like bone anyway. So Facts. I'm not tripping. <laughs> I'm not tripping. They get their inspiration <laughs> from y'all. Exactly. <laughs> y'all been through. It seems like y'all been through just about everything. And with that being said, like how what's the pros and the cons of being in a group versus being a solo act? Man, uh, I mean, the only thing is, it, it, well, man, for one, it's more work. It's way more work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to go in and be the one to come up with the concept, the hook, <coughs> you know, the verse, all the verses, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got to make the decisions. Everything is on you. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're with a group, you know, you know, you got all you got to contribute is maybe like a hook. Well, me, a hook and a verse. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, like, but um, I mean, so it's less work, and you know, it's like the the decisions are easier because you make them as a group, mm. and like like creativity, like like creatively, mm-hmm. me, like me and Bone, we have never had any discrepancies. Like as far as like when it comes to making music, we we never we always agree on the same kind of music. Like that's one good thing for us when we're together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> so, um, when you when you did reach that uh, success with the group, when did you decide to say, I want to also do my solo career and I want you all to respect the fact that I'm also doing a solo career? Yeah, uh, man, like in the beginning when we did the whole solo thing, I, I really wasn't even I really wasn't even tripping on doing a solo album. I actually thought it was a bad idea to do it at the time we'd done the solo albums mm-hmm. because I was like, bro, like, we just came out. We only like, what, two, three albums in? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? And, and we killing them. What was we talking about solo albums for? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, I was actually nominated to go second. <laughs> after after Busy released his his solo project, okay, and uh, man, yeah, you know, I was just I was just ready because I was just you know I had I had been recording songs and that's that's actually why I released the double CD because I was always in the studio like some of those songs that's on Thug Mentality 
that was on Southern Talent. I was working on for Bone Thugs and Harmony Project. <laughs> so, but oh, then I didn't it was time for me to do my solo. I just took some of those songs and just like kept them for my project. <laughs> oh, well, that's dope. Yeah. That's and not a and not a lot of people get the get the excitement of getting those double CDs anymore. Like, so how do you how do you feel about that side of the music industry? Like, things are getting to be more digitalized or because I'm all I'm a CD person like I got CDs for days like and people are saying that they're going out of style and that people don't have CD uh, CDs in their car or CD players in their car anymore blah 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 but I'm like it's a tangible item like I can go back today and look at a CD and know exactly where I got this CD from who I got this CD from so how how important is that for you as a as a solo act now like what how 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 is that even happening for you right now? Man, um, I mean, you know, it, 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 it pretty, I used to, I used to, you know, saying like love the CDs and getting the CDs and reading the covers and stuff like right. that. You know? Right. I mean, you know, but like, I get that part of the times it's changing. You know, what I'm saying like when we, I mean, like when we got in the game, it was, it was cassette tapes. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. And cassette tapes like disappeared, and it was CDs. And then like like CDs disappeared, and it was like that was digital. Like so, we've been through it like a few times. Like we saw it, you, you just you really gotta adjust to it. Like because the world ain't gonna stop for nobody. You know? Big the fact. world ain't gonna stop. You just you know what I'm saying. You got to, you got to keep up. If you want to play, you got to keep up. You right. know what I'm saying. Until you just get until you just get tired and be like you know what I'm I'm done trying to keep up. You know, so that's what to <laughs> do. But vinyls like, still play a big role in in the world today. Like DJs still oh, yeah, play vinyl, think, you know. So how is that? Yeah. How is that a difference? If that you know what I mean? How how does that? How is that equivalent to one another? Like it's a CD and it's a vinyl. So you know what I mean? Like how is that? How is that even different? I mean, I don't. I don't even know. I know. <laughs> I know the quality of. Of, of of both of those to me is still better than digital mm. to me. I like the the quality of vinyl and the quality of CD. Yes, you know what I'm saying because everything is just crispy and clear. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And the vinyl is just classic. You know what I'm saying? Like you can never go wrong with classic. Never. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And speaking of classic, uh. We have you have some other things that you do outside of music, and um, I know I'm, we're going to go back into the music side of it. But I want to talk a little bit more about um, you being an entrepreneur and being able to out, you know, not um, how do you wanna, how do I want to put it? Just being an outside of an artist, like you have your own apparel line, you have a record a record label, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you also have a cannabis a cannabis strand. Uh, you have a cannabis line. You have so much more, and then you also just dropped uh an album, Leaves of Legend. So we're gonna get into that as well. So can you uh elaborate on touch a little bit on each thing that you're doing? Um, let's talk about the the apparel line first, and then we can go into the cannabis line, and then so on and so forth. Yeah, well, yeah, the uh the apparel line is a uh something we've been working on like for a while now you know we've been doing this for like 
some years there, like over 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, uh, so, uh, you know, we just wanted to have an official merch line, you know what I'm saying, brand, the life in it, I mean, the life apparel, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we, we also do other artists, um, we're getting, getting into doing other artists' merch as well. So mm-hmm. any artists out there that need that merch done, young, new school or old school artists, it don't make a difference. You came on the 80s, 90s, 2000s, to now. If you need your merch done, get out of TL for sure. And um, yeah, yeah. So that's just something we've been doing, man. And it's been like really doing good. We we've been able to sustain through the through the pandemic and everything. So you know, like we've been going strong. That's the official spot to come to to get the Bone Thug and Harmony merch. Anything for me, you know. Um, it's very uh, yeah. And then you also have uh, like I said before, your record label and you're managing some artists as well. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty much like trying to manage like all of, all of the artists I have because I feel like I can service them more as managing. I can educate them more mm-hmm. as a manager, which a lot of these people that say their managers should be doing with their artists, you know, because it's all about breaking that cycle. We, we, we need to educate the artists and stop trying to keep them as slaves. And let them become bosses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the cycle can be broken, and the and the and the generations will flourish after us. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that's what that's what that's that's what's lacking. So you know what I'm saying. It's all about me, like me, <clears throat> like trying to manage artists, like giving them advice, and just trying to show them the way, and like trying to help them not make the same mistakes we made. Real live artist so- development, pretty much, because they is they don't do that exactly. for. They don't do that anymore. They don't do promo tours. They don't do street team anymore. They don't do a lot of things anymore that we really need at the end of the day. Or exactly. not we, but, you know, the culture, so to speak, really needs. Because a lot of people don't know about the guerrilla marketing, hand-to-hand. Word of mouth is a little bit bigger than a lot of these promotions. And so and building those relationships, like, that's another thing that we have to elaborate on when it comes to this thing called entertainment. Cause like I'm, like I said, I, I have just about all the experience in the world when it comes to working records, working, you know, you have to do certain things and they don't, they don't do that anymore. So that's good yeah. that you're, you're putting back um, what you've taken out of the, of the culture to these, um, the artists that you have. And what's the name of your record label? It's, it's the life entertainment. Yep, the life entertainment with uh with Wishbone, correct? Yes, indeed. Nice, nice. You have a lot of things. Like I did my research and I was sent some talking points too. So <laughs> that's what I'm looking at. You have the life apparel. You have uh the life entertainment with Wishbone. Then you also you're a creator of Crazy Sweet Sixteen. Is that a part of your record label as well, or is that just something that you're doing to also help with the other artist? Yeah, that that's. That was really just for, you know, like, just for up-and-coming artists, you know, that wanted a, uh, a platform to be heard, to be seen, you know. Yeah. Uh-oh, your audio went out. For the quarantine. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we was down for the quarantine, you know, and, um, just came up with that, man, and just, um, and I haven't really been doing, like, as much with it 
lately, but I, I'm about I'm about to actually about to revamp it. And like, you well, know, if you need any help, if you need any help with yeah, that, I have so many. Okay. Like my my fiance, he's a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. He also is an audio engineer here, and he has his own studio. So if you're ever in Virginia, Virginia Beach, okay. um, you know we we can cater to anything. He does he does uh, all types of things. He works with super producer Lex Luger, so that's somebody else that you guys okay. could definitely link up. Who would I would want a Lex Luger slash Bone Thugs and Harmony song? Do you think we can make that happen? Oh yeah, we can make that Ooh. happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like, but like I said, he's out, we're out here. So whenever you come out here uh, again, please, please, please keep me keep me informed with it. And also, you have a podcast, um, the truth. What is it? Truth Talks ninety nine. Correct. Truth Talks. Truth yes, Talks yes, so yes. can you elaborate a little bit about that as well? Is it is it just mainly? Uh, Music talk, culture talk, entertainment. What what is it? Man, we talk about the the the, the whole basis of this show is is with my partner, the Bump Keep G. Uh, we we it's 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 a crazy twist because what we do is we we talk about things, we talk about issues, as you know, like things like politics or religion, mm-hmm. and then we 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 talk about them. Okay. Okay. So, what man says about it, and then what, and and then we compare it to what God says about it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we basically go down and we pick different subjects, and it's just like, okay, man says this, but this is what God says about it. So, who are you going to listen to? The flesh you know, versus the spirit, so to speak. Right. Mm. Basically, so that's why we call it truth talks. Because it ain't like it's we don't we don't like get into like I mean we we we've had a uh, like a few shows where we got into the whole conspiracy theory thing and um all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I, I decided that that's not a route or a road that I wanna travel because mm-hmm. it's like I did a lot of research in it and it's a lot of speculation and a lot of you know what I'm saying? It's just like I rather I rather uh move and react off facts mm-hmm. and truth. Than, than just speculate, you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. I know God is true, so. Big facts, big facts. Thank yes, indeed. I can't wait to hear it. I gotta, I definitely gotta hear that. And then also, last but not least, uh, Leaves of Leaves of Legend. That's also the name of your album that you just dropped on 420 of this year, correct? Yes. Yep, and then also yep. you have a can. Let's get into this cannabis, though. Like I am a connoisseur. You feel me? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, how did that even come about? I mean, I know, I know you. I, I'm assuming you consume cannabis. So, how did that even like spark your interest, and then also be the name of your album? I mean, you know, well, you know, the history of Bone Thugs and Harmony. You know the whole cannabis and herb is like it's legendary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's no. You know we 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 we've dedicated so many songs on our albums to the to the whole cannabis culture. It's like it's just like you know when people think of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Snoop or Wiz Khalifa. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was. You know, um, I really wanted to get in it when I saw how many. 
how how it was booming and how it was such a such a gold rush, but it wasn't that many people um, that have been penalized, mm-hmm. meaning sentenced, and you know what I'm saying, like right. penalized for using it. It wasn't a lot of those people like getting the opportunity to get into the business. And I'm like, I mean, you know, them should be some of the, them should be some of the, you know what I'm saying? Like right. some of the first ones to get a, <laughs> to get a hand on this. Cause we've been telling you, you know what I'm saying? That it wasn't, that it wasn't, uh, nothing was wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. just, so that's when you were just like, just, Hey, I'm about to get my, get my strand going on. And it's in Los Angeles or is it, in, is it located in any other States? Or is it just Los Virginia? Um, Virginia just legalized, by the way. So okay, yeah. So yeah, we be coming on down there. Then thanks well. for letting me know. That. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there. Better believe it. Hey, now we're right in uh, we're in California, Oklahoma. About um, looking to be in uh, the the state of Washington very soon, Colorado, and um, man, yeah. Are you in Vegas Virginia. or any 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 of those? Not yet, but we will be yes in Vegas too. Because I, of course, you have the plug, but I have a young lady. She DJs at uh, Yarden, I think that's what it is. So that's mm-hmm. another dispensary out in the Vegas area. So I can definitely link you guys or have you know um, your assistant reach out and maybe talk to them with that. So okay. man, that's amazing. And then you also have the THC uh, syrup. So that's something new to to uh to my following and as well as myself because i didn't i've tried it but this is the first time that i'm being introduced to it so tell us a little it's not scissorb so just to be clear no, it's no. not scissorb yeah. it's yeah, all no, this thc yeah yeah the difference the, uh, the difference of this is and that you ain't gonna die <laughs> blah, blah. right yeah. thanks <laughs> You might be you know leaning. You might be leaning. But... Yeah, but it, but 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 it's a but it's a uh, it's just a real strong cannabis marijuana. High. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing crazy. It ain't nothing that's gonna damage your body. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 it, it's it's much much healthier than drinking that lean for real. Man. Right. Like people need to leave that alone because it ain't healthy for you for real. Right. But um yeah, it's um it's something that that. That emulates that, but it's much healthier. You can you can put it in. You can put it in your sprite. Mm-hmm. You can put it in. You can put it in your tea. In the morning, you can so you can even put it on your pancakes if you want to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So and you're good to go. Mm, and it's a and it's a thousand milligrams. Ooh. It's a thousand milligrams. So you know what I'm saying? If you lightweight. Make sure you drink lightweight. Facts. For real. Because you the, the first time you'll taste it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, this tastes just like a Jolly Rancher or something. That's that's yeah. what really gets you. Like, if you're not used to stuff like that and you love something that tastes sweet or tastes like something that you've had before, just be conscious that don't drink too much of that because it will have you looking like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> How you looking? Listen, listen. It's good How though. You crazy? Well, yeah. we got three different. We're legalized twenty-one and up. So here, so but yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I said we. Got, it's, it's three different flavors. It's um, it's eternal grape, it's thuggish, ruggish raspberry, 
and for the love of mango. Ooh. So, don't make sure y'all try all three of them. Yes. Try all three of them. Mm. Sure. I can't wait, boy. I can't wait. So, um, but last but not least, um, you're currently on tour. Am I, am I correct? You're on tour with TLC uh, starting September to the end of October. And then you're also yeah. going to be on tour. Uh, well, you're on tour now. I'm sorry. And then you'll be on tour with TLC from September to October. So how is that situation even going? How How are you, you know, after the pandemic, like how did, how did you, I guess, shift in doing um, a tour? I mean, like, that that whole year, all through the year, like, you know, our agent was, like, talking to us. Like, he was like, man, I got so much stuff lined up for y'all as soon as they open up the doors again. Like, mm. so, so it was, we, like, jumped right back into it, you know what I'm saying? Because there was stuff already lined up, you know, and so, we was just waiting for everything to blow over. Just actually, just like taking that vacation and, and and just relax. It was an extended vacation, but you know, I found stuff to do. Mm, <laughs> I bet because you got that cannabis. You got. I'm. I'm pretty sure you wasn't hurting or, or missing nothing <laughs> during the pandemic. Because <laughs> a lot yeah. of a lot of people was, but you know, we're not gonna talk about that. That's neither here nor there. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> And the name the name of your uh, strand is first of the month, correct? Yeah, first of the month. Well, dropped, we released. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we got two out. We got one in um the one in California is first of the month. The one in Oklahoma is family tree. Mm. Mm. Yeah, to try some of that. But yeah, <clears throat> for the, the first of the month is out here in Cali. We're gonna be releasing another one very very soon. I'll be a like uh revealing the name to it like you know in a few weeks but yeah another potent one gotcha 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 so it is 45 after um 40 after i was gonna do a sweet 16 but i ain't gonna let i ain't gonna make you do a freestyle or or uh, a song mm-hmm. if you don't like <laughs> you don't want to put it on the spot but um i am gonna get to this top five so it's five questions five answers to the best of your ability uh here we go top five labels you've been a part of uh see ruthless mm-hmm. uh sony Enesco, Warner Brothers, and uh, I think that's all. That's all we want. Like, okay. We the labels. We <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> top five. To- top five tours you've been a part of. Um, let me see. Keith Sweat. Mm. Mary J. Blige. Um, um I mean we ain't never really been on tour with that many people like that, like really? on like real tours, you know, like every time like we tour it like we tour it by ourselves. Like we mm. never really been on actual tours with other groups like that. Wow. You stunting on them. Let me let me find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Top five songs you've written. 
top five songs. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, Notorious. Uh, no, no. Spit your game. Ooh. Spit your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camille riding. Uh, my song. Heat it heavy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat it heavy. Crossroads and days of my life. Those my. Mm. Top five people you've smoked with. Man. <laughs> Snoop with Be Real, Ice Cube, and Easy E. Last one. Top five craziest fan moments. Man, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got a lot of those. Oh, I just had one of those recently. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a female showed up at my hotel door, like in the front of my door, like talking like she knew me, like she had been talking to me, like you know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of uh, I think she was being catfished or something. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> she was talking to me, but like you know, it was. It was kind of, yeah, hotel lady. Yeah, see, some hotel people know Hotel lady, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, hotel lady. Um, man, one time we had a fan come from somewhere in Cleveland, come uh, like come to Cleveland. We had our motel office. He came to Cleveland. He was dressed in all black, hoodie on, had the hoodie tied real tight, had his backpack on. And he said, "God sent him there to get signed by Bone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nigga say, uh, <laughs> "Hey." They say you can't get signed by Bone, and then you know my my brother was talking to my brother said, "Hey, well, uh, okay, well you gonna have to uh, like uh, they they ain't here right now, so it's like you can't hang around here." The dude said, "Okay," he said, "Okay, that's cool. I'll be right over there talking to God until they get here." I said, oh my god! I said, I said "Okay." <laughs> yeah, dude was on one though. Yeah, that was one, and then um. One time I had a fan run up on me like he was, he was hype. He was like, yo, 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 man, like, uh, put me on, put me on, man. Like, please, please put me on. I said, okay, what do you do? And the nigga just took off running and got to doing, like, <laughs> nigga did about 12 backflips. Like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, hey, nigga. <laughs> and I'm like, what you trying to do? I said, what we doing? We, uh, we, we signed up for the Olympics? Fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, let's do it. I'm with it. I'll be your sponsor, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but like, man, man, it's so many, it's so many stories, man. I can't even think of that. <laughs> yeah, too many. <laughs> way real. too many. Oh my gosh. Okay, so last, last one for real, for real. Top five <laughs> advice you give to an up and coming artist. You said what? What you like? You what said, would you invite? Advice. Oh, advice. Yes. Um. Um. Know the business. Study the music, the game. Uh. Leave them suckers alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh. All money ain't good money. And uh, 
remember that this is I mean, like I tell people, never, never, never take it too serious and think too much of it or think too much of yourself because you will be, you can and will be replaced at some point. So don't let that shit go to your head because when it's taken from you, it'll kill you. And it has literally killed some people. So just always know that it's temporary and those, all that love ain't really love. Them followers don't really follow you. Those likes, they don't really love you. So, Keep that in mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now it's 50 after and we do the wind down. But first, I want to do the question of the day. Have you answered the question and uh, do the wind down and then 55 after if you have an exclusive access, exclusive access, then we are all ears for you. So uh, the question of the day is what bothers you about the industry? And what will be your solution to fixing it? The um, man, what bothers me about the industry is the fact, and I say this all the time, is the fact that they 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 constantly drill 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 people with one with one side of hip hop. Like, mm. I have nothing against trap music. Like, it's a lot of dope trap music out there, but that's not that's not all of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, let let all the faces of hip hop show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let 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 all these other young artists out here come out and be who they want to be. Like, don't don't force them to come out and like have to collaborate with this artist or sound like this artist just to make it through. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that kills a lot of artists. Like that kills a lot of artists longevity because they come out sounding like a certain way just to make it and then when they try to jump into who they really are mm-hmm. people not accepting you know what I'm saying so it's like it's like I, like and it don't have to be that way I, I just feel like hip hop has a lot to learn hip hop is a is a, I'm the same I'm the same age as hip hop mm-hmm. hip hop ain't hip hop ain't even 50 years old yet you know what I'm saying so it's, hip hop is still very immature because they still don't understand how to treat their legends or to how to pay homage to their pioneers like the R&B genre or the pop or the rock genre. They, hip-hop has a lot to learn. But it's still young, though. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully once it grows up, you know what I'm saying, and becomes like full-grown, then, you know, it, 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 it'll, it'll understand how important it is to hold on to those, le- to those legends and Always pay homage to them and keep keep that history alive at all times, at all at all times. And what I would do to change it is just what I said. You know, like we have to, we have to like uh, educate these artists to break the cycle. Mm-hmm. And these younger artists have to understand that when the oldest, when the, when the when the older artist is trying to get at them, it ain't necessarily that the older artist is trying to hate. It's a cycle that needs to be broken. And the only reason these record executives told y'all we was washed up is because we started using this. Mm-hmm. And we started saying, wait, this don't look right. This on this paper. And they say, oh, we don't want to deal with y'all no more. You done got smart on us. Bring in the fresh meat. <laughs> Bring in the ones that just want the money and we can just give them the money. And by the time they realize it, they got to go to it. Right. That's the cycle that goes on. 
You know what I'm saying? So that cycle has to be broken if if like people want like to like to take 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 back what's theirs and they mute like own their rights and like start own, owning their music. Like you know what I'm saying? And and I don't wanna hear none of these black like these like like none of these black artists talking about their black owned label if they ain't teaching these artists and trying to break the cycle. Because if you're doing the same thing they doing, I don't want to hear about you being black owned because you ain't doing shit. For the, you, you, ain't, you ain't doing nothing for people. Like, you keeping them as slaves, bottom line. So, that's mm. what I'm on. Y'all already hear first with a legend. A legend. I'm, a, I'm giving you your flowers. If... If I can give you your flowers, anybody and everybody can give you your flowers because you're still around. You're still you're still making music. You're still an entrepreneur. You're still in this culture or this thing called entertainment. And I really, really appreciate that. And a lot of people appreciate that. Um, and with that being said, give give your shout outs. Tell them where to follow you, anything that you're working on. Um, if you guys have a, do you have a, I'm going to ask this for my exclusive access, but just give them your shout outs, anything that you have uh, coming up or um, anything of that nature. Man, just, just as always, you know, like just shout out our fans, you know, for riding with us and being down with us. You know, so we got some of the craziest fans ever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, like just, um, just everybody that support that supported us, you know what I'm saying? Like throughout our twenty seven year history. Um, y'all can find me on on IG right here, uh, crazy underscore bone, Twitter I am crazy bone. Uh yeah. I'm everywhere, man. Mm. And all I'm of everywhere. your information is definitely on your Instagram bio, everything that we've talked yeah. about from uh your podcast, from your uh Sweet Sixteen, your crazy sweet sixteen, finding artists, your record label, your <clears throat> your cannabis line, everything that we literally just talked about is definitely in his bio. So make sure you guys follow him crazy underscore bone. You can see it pinned down right here, and also you can see it right here. Um but yeah, like I said before, I really appreciate it. Shout out to Bernadette. Bernadette is the one that hooked this whole interview up. Uh, we got on the phone yeah. the other day and we talked like as if I knew her for years. And I'm like, man, it's a female in the game that is really killing it behind the scenes. And uh, salute to her. Salute to her. Salute to Bone Thugs and Harmony. Hey. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Um but yeah, uh, make sure you guys follow me. Continue to follow me. Follow So Hollywood the podcast. Uh, follow my personal page M I S S Hollywood three one three. Follow, <clears throat> excuse me. Follow session four twenty. You can book your session session four twenty. www.greenleafgain.com. Like, share, subscribe. www.allofhollywood, which is my personal page, uh, my website, allofhollywood.biz. And also, last but not least, to be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313. Baby. And I, like I said, I have to, I have to get some of your products. I'm going to speak with Bernadette and we're going to get some of your products. We're going to get some reviews. And um, yeah, if you don't have anything else, and I will definitely keep keep you posted on when the when the audio will drop here Wednesday at two p.m. And um, 
yeah, if you have anything else to say, please say it. Oh, one last question. Somebody just did. Is there going to be, <clears throat> this is going to be exclusive access. Um, is this going to be a, is there going to be a Bone Thugs and Harmony, Harmony, Harmony <laughs> album coming anytime soon? Man, I can't even answer that question right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Mm. I, I, I'm honestly, I, I'm going to just say this. I'm not the person, I'm not the member you should be asking. I'm in the studio every day. Niggas know where to find me. Uh-oh. Every day. Uh-oh. Well, what can, what can you give day. us? What can you give your fans exclusive access to? Today and then we out this thing. Exclusive access, too? yes. Exclusive access. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you ain't got. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if I got nothing ready right now to, to, okay. to be exclusive. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to revisit that then, huh? We're gonna have to be the yes, first. Yes, uh, so Hollywood podcast will be the first. Just let let y'all know exclusive access. So whenever y'all see us back up here, please, 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 please join in. But uh, it is coming to an end. It has come to an end, and um, yeah, yeah, that's it. I really do appreciate it. I really appreciate everybody that's tuned in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and we out this thing. All right. Peace. Peace. Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding here? So Hollywood. So Hollywood. So Hollywood. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313.